Today's episode is sponsored by Hero Cosmetics. They kindly sent me over the Mighty Patch, which is a hydrocolloid acne patch for me to try out. And I actually had a monster pimple pop up recently that none of my usual creams and washes were touching. So it was honestly perfect timing. I stuck on a Mighty Patch original and left it overnight. And in the morning, the pimple was totally flat. That red painful bump was almost completely gone. So cool, and it will for sure become a staple in my medicine cabinet. And the best part? It only has one ingredient, so it's perfect for even the most sensitive skin. So, if you want to try out the Mighty Patch for yourself, use the code MORNINGMURDER15 for 15% off at HeroCosmetics.com. That's MORNINGMURDER15 at HeroCosmetics.com. I'm sure you guys will love it. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity lines. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cop of murder. There are a few acts as macabre as cannibalism. For some reason, despite all of the heinous things we see and hear about that happen in this world, it remains a crime that many can't stomach. On July 19, 1824, a man was put to death for a number of crimes the main one being acts of cannibalism. But his death brought forth a question to the minds of many. What would you do in his dire situation? So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. There is very little known about Alexander Pierce prior to his crimes. We know he was born in County Monaghan, Ireland in 1790 and grew up with very little money, so he worked as a farm laborer who supplemented his income with petty crime. And in 1819, when he was just 29 years old, he was convicted in Armagh for stealing six pairs of shoes and was sentenced to seven years of transportation, loaded onto a ship and taken to the island of Tasmania. While on this island, referred to as Van Diemen's Land, he committed a number of offenses before absconding in May of 1822. This was a much more serious crime, so when he was finally caught, he was transported to a secondary penal establishment at Sarah Island. This was an island surrounded completely by treacherous waters and notoriously harsh conditions. It was not a place that many would think to attempt an escape, much less survive. But on September 20th, 1822, Alexander Pierce, along with seven other convicts, Alexander Dalton, Thomas Bodenham, William Kennerly, Matthew Travers, Edward Brown, Robert Greenhill, and John Mather, decided to make an attempt and escaped while working in the eastern side of the, the harbor. Robert Greenhill, who secured an axe while escaping, became the ringleader of the group, and the men planned to steal a whaleboat and head back into the mainland. However, after deciding it was too heavily defended to steal, they headed off into the impassable wilderness with no supplies and no plan. After about 15 days passed, the starving men began drawing lots to see who they would kill and eat. Sources give differing opinions on whether it was Thomas Bodenham or Alexander Dalton to draw the short straw, but either way, a man from their party was murdered and feasted upon. Three of the other men, William Kennerly, Edward Brown, and either Thomas or Alexander, decided this was too much for them and took off back to camp. All that was left was Robert Greenhill, Matthew Travers, John Mather, and Alexander Pierce. John was the next to lose his life in the name of survival, and when Matthew Travers got bit by a snake, 
he became the next meal. Now it was down to Alexander Pierce and the armed Robert Greenhill. Fearing he would be next, Alexander waited for Robert to fall asleep, grabbed the axe, and feasted upon his body. He then raided an aboriginal campsite, stole some food, and made his way onward until he found a settled district. He saw sheep and had just begun eating a lamb when the shepherd came upon him. But by some strange coincidence, the shepherd was an old friend of Alexander's, who told him about a sheep-stealing ring nearby that he could join while on the run. He was inducted into the group and continued his criminal activity until, after 113 days on the run, he and his new accomplices were picked up and charged with bushranging. He was finally back in prison and made a confession to Reverend Robert Knopwood about everything that happened to the group once on the run. The story was so gruesome, the Reverend didn't believe him. He was convinced the men were still living as bushrangers in the wilderness. Alexander was sent back to the harbor and locked up in shackles. But what they didn't anticipate when sending him back to the penal establishment was that he was returning as a hero amongst his fellow inmates. He was a symbol that escape was possible, and others were eager to hear his story. One of these men was Thomas Cox, who pleaded with Alexander to make his second attempt and to take him with him. He spent months trying to persuade the man, and after being flogged for stealing a shirt, Alexander agreed. While on the coast of the harbor on a foraging expedition, Thomas Cox and Alexander Pierce fled into the wilderness. They were only gone for 11 days when, very much alone, Alexander was recaptured after he lit a signal fire and surrendered to a passing boat. When asked where his partner was, he claimed that Thomas had drowned in the river. But after searching his person, they found bits and pieces of Thomas Cox in Alexander's pockets. He then changed his story and stated that upon reaching the river, he found out that Thomas couldn't swim. Furious that he had not disclosed this shortcoming earlier, Alexander hacked him to death with an axe. Filled with self-loathing, he threw the rest of Thomas in the river and kept the pieces to prove his crime. Alexander Pierce was tried and convicted of murdering and cannibalizing Thomas Cox. On July 19, 1824, Alexander Pierce became the first felon to be executed by the new Supreme Court and the first confessed cannibal to pass through the Tasmanian court system. His last words were, Men's flesh is delicious. It tastes far better than fish or pork. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 20th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.